You're listening to the Shabby Geeks 100 Days Podcast. I am your host, Dodie Maddox. Each episode will share an EdTech tool or strategy to upcycle the teaching and learning in your classroom. It's time to upcycle learning. Hi, welcome to day 39. And today's episode, we are going to talk about ways to upcycle the school supply list. Yes, I said it. I think we need to revisit the school supply list and maybe upcycle it or at least change it up a little bit. And so I'm going to review some of the items that are usually on the list and we'll talk about what they could be replaced with. So now please understand that as I talk about upcycling the school supplies list, I am going to make an assumption that this is for a one-to-one school and or classroom. So the students would all have their own device. So as I look at this school list that I just found online, randomly pulled, and it will probably have some of the same items we've all seen on it before, I see a zipper pouch, a backpack, a binder, pencils, pens. So in a one-to-one classroom, those things aren't needed as much if we're using our Chromebook um, because we won't need as many pens and pencils and different other supplies. We can eliminate the the pencil uh, pouch. Um, The backpack you might want to keep for students to be able to carry things back and forth. You may want to make it one that can carry their Chromebook or iPad or whichever one-to-one device your district has, especially if you let the students take them home. Um, The pencils, this one really gets me. Now, I'm not saying I don't understand that there's a difference between good pencils and bad pencils, but when a teacher posts on her social media, hey, parents, these are the pencils I want, and they're $10 a box, that's not going to help the fight that starts with uh, the fight between teachers and parents that starts with the school supply list. As teachers, we need to be cognizant of parents' budgets. And as parents, we need to make sure we're giving our kids the best tools they need. So if I want these special pencils, maybe I don't need to require 48 of them because we will be using our devices more, and so the pencils will last a little bit longer. Um, The next items on the list, I will admit, I kind of thought, wow, I can't believe these are still on there. Now, for your younger elementary, lower elementary, I can see having scissors, washable markers, crayons, glue, Ziploc bags, and dry erase markers. But for your upper elementary and your middle school and high school students, I don't see the need for any of those. Yes, I understand hand-eye coordination needs to be taught, so on and so forth. 
let your art teacher at the secondary or the upper grades, let your art teacher and your PE teacher um, handle that. Please think about the products you're asking your students to produce with these materials. Maybe it's a great foldable. Tell me which career your students are going to have in which they will need to successfully create a foldable. Which college course did you take where you had to create foldables? Now think about what you could create with your Chromebook specifically, and I'm trying to stay with free products, so I'm going to talk about Google Drawings here, what students could create that they could turn into a college professor or to their boss. We're talking presentations and Google Slides. We are talking infographics using Google Drawings and so much more. So in my opinion, those items really could be removed from our school supply list. The next set of items I have are highlighters, folders, spiral notebooks, notebook cards, I'm sorry, notebook paper and index cards. And all of these things can be replaced with, Google, with G Suites for Education. So you have your Google Drive that you can organize to create your different folders and your spiral notebooks and your notebook paper. Um, those can be, so I've uh, recommended people, if you want something that works like a spiral notebook, make a Google slide, uh, go into a file uh, page setup and change the page date in half 11 if you want it to be portrait like a book and have it create that way where they just add a new slide instead of going to the next page in their um, activities. Um, notebook paper can be Google uh, Docs Index cards, um, Google Slides, or even Google Sheets with the add-on Flippity can make index cards. And if you're using those Google tools, the highlighters, the pens, the pencils, all of that's already built in. So again, I'm not going to say this should not be on the list at all, but I think the quantity we may need could be um, revised, reduced, actually, or even uh, eliminated, depending exactly what you need your students to be able to do, what level they are, and different things. Um, so I'm going to kind of throw something out there because I know I have my math teachers going, well, in math, they need to work out the math problems. I agree. So I will concede dry erase markers to add back to the list. If you don't have um, touchscreen devices, now if you have touchscreen devices, um, they can still work out their math problems on their touchscreen devices and record them and turn that in or share that with you. Now, if they don't have touchscreen devices, I can't do support dry erase markers and maybe some um, sleeves or dry erase boards because they can do, do their work and they can record it with their devices or take pictures with their devices and again, put that in. So imagine this, their spiral notebook is now a Google Slides presentation and you're teaching them how to regroup, um, and then you're going to teach them how to do long division and different things. And instead of just having page after page after page of 25 to 50 sample questions that they worked, they have 
video of them working a math problem and explaining what they do. So in three weeks, when they've forgotten or not quite sure how to work that problem, they can go back and watch a video of themselves working through the math problems. Now, yes, some of your students, you're going to have to work with them and help them make sure those videos are correct and accurate. But I promise you, that's more powerful than a perfectly colored foldable. Now, there are some items on the list that are that have to stay. They don't need to be removed. And um, two of those would be tissues and hand, hand sanitizers. And I will tell you as a parent, I find the biggest hand sanitizer I can find and give it to my child's teacher because I do not want them to run out of hand sanitizer. My child is forever getting sick and he has um, with his autism, he has poor hygiene habits that make it harder for him to beat those illnesses. So we are always uh, using hand sanitizer to try to help keep him well. So there are some things in there. So um, what I want to challenge you to do in upcycling your school supply list, maybe to take your list like I did and break it down into three or four categories. Um, have some items that are you must have non-negotiables, but from the other three um, groups, try to only pick one or two or reduce the amount uh, that you're requesting by half. Um, start taking your classroom into the digital world and using that digital device that you have instead of using the same school um, supply list because that's the same list we've always used. This is the Shabby Geek signing off. I challenge you to upcycle your school supply list. Thank you for listening to the Shabby Geek's 100 Days podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at ShabbyGeek101 and hashtag UpcycleEDU. For more upcycling ideas, please check out our previous episodes and subscribe to the podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Google Play, Apple, or anywhere you get your podcast. Please rate the podcast and share your feedback so others can find it. Now, go upcycle learning. What's the best that could happen?